When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, time to get footloose in the summer of 2024 on SENZ. It's the 9th of January. Stephen McIver and Brian, the producer in the house at 139. One man that knows how to get footloose when it comes to driving an IndyCar is our very own Scotty McLaughlin. When you think the trajectory of his career has been nothing short of amazing. Three-time three-time supercar winner, then goes and has a race at the end of one of the seasons and gets a taste, suddenly signs a big deal with one of the best, if not best teams in IndyCar and Penske. First year becomes Rookie of the Year. Last season, P3, that's right, and only one win, but so much consistency going on. That season starts March 10 in Florida with the St. Petersburg Grand Prix and ends on the 15th of September with the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix in Nashville. It's a 19 race season. Time to head to North Carolina and check in with our main man. Happy New Year, Scotty. Yeah, Happy New Year to you too. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Uh, Looks like you've had a pretty uh, healthy off-season, travelling around Europe, and uh, there's a new member of the family. Yeah, yeah, yep. It's uh, another little fur baby we've got, but um, yeah, had a good good time. Got away from the racing world for a little bit um, and just uh, sort of enjoyed it, but yes, certainly back into the swing of things now, back home here in Charlotte and just sort of, um, you know, working with the team, simulator and getting ready for the Daytona 24-hour coming up in a couple of weeks as well. So pretty busy over here right now, um, but it's it's a good time of the year because you just know you're not far away um, from jumping back in a race car. So it's, it's awesome. I, I still haven't found out the answer to this question. You can answer this. And it's a simple one, obviously. Why is your team called the Thirsty Threes? Well, I don't, we're just thirsty for wins. We we don't really know why we called ourselves that. It was imagine my engineer that sort of, you know, had it, uh, you know, created it, and I was and I sort of went with it, and all the fans went with it as well over here. So it, it actually worked out pretty good, and um, yeah, it's it's caught on to a lot of a lot of the fans, which is really cool as well. I was um, looking at your results from uh, last season and a, a bit of a, a stuttery start, apart from that win in Alabama in the fourth round. But then everything, yeah. the one word that defines your season and why you p- p- pushed to P3 was consistency. How important is that even more so this year now? Oh, it's huge. You know, I think um, you're right. You know, the start of the season for us last year, you know, it was looking good in many races, but just didn't quite finish it off until Barber and it wasn't really until we got through the Indy 500 where things really sort of yeah. started taking shape a little bit for us. And, yeah, unfortunately, uh, it's it's just how it is, but it's so hard to be consistent in um, IndyCar racing. That's why Scott Dixon, you know, he's just so good because he always is always there. He's not making mistakes. And same with Alex Pelot now. Um, they're just, you know, those two guys are the, the, the standard in terms of, um, you know, the consistency, and that's why they beat us in the end in the ch- for, for the championship. Did, so... Did- so I feel like we've got to be better, but it's, I think we learned a lot as well. After that season, because, I mean, you think about your season before Rookie of the Year and then suddenly bang, your your P3. How close do you think you are from getting on that top set by the season's end? Oh, no, I think we can, like, I think we're right there. I think everything that we sort of finished off at the start of the end of the season last year, 
you know, I think we definitely can take that next step forward. And yeah, you know, I feel every week now I'm a contender for a race win, and I'm there or thereabouts. I feel really comfortable in the car. I know what I want. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that this year for me is, uh, you know, I'm not going to come out and say that I'm going to win the championship. I'm just, I just know that it's probably my best shot yet. So, um, yeah, and, and I know that I'm working hard fitness wise, weight wise to get better, looking at different avenues I can do just to be better, um, in all facets, facets of my life. And, um, yeah, I'm really, really itching to get going for the start of the season now. So you're doing your job. Did you feel in 2023 that maybe the team on a number of occasions tactically let you down? Well, look, we had our you know, ups and downs as a team. You know, I, I absolutely we had some some slip away from us, but at the same time, you know, I didn't help the cause in, in a few races either. So it's a, it's a team game, and and we'll we'll win and lose together, and that's why I think you know thirty threes and the team that on the car three uh, are so good. You know, we've got so much camaraderie between all of us, and we managed to you know, get through the ups and downs pretty well together and, and um yeah, you know, I've got the same same guys and girls on my on my team this year, which I'm pretty lucky for. You know, it doesn't happen all the time. We can continue over to the next year with exactly the same crew, but I've done that and uh that certainly bodes well for you know exciting start of the year. Where do you need to get better? Oh, look for me, I think where we are right now, I think what we're doing at the end of the season, that we can easily win a championship by doing that. But I think we just need to capitalise on more races and win more races um, where we should. You know, I think we, like you said in your last question, you know, there's a couple of ones that we let slip away, whether it was a mistake by me or a mistake by the team, technically. Um, but you know, I think we just need to make sure that when we're in contention for a race win. You know, we, we take it, we grab it. We only did it once last year. The previous year we did it three times, and I certainly think we probably let two or three slip throughout the year, So at least with pace as well. So, um, yeah, I think we'll get better together, and, and I'm certainly revving up, ready to go. Have you, have you got have you got quality sorted out and, and, and tyres sorted out? You've always said that, that the biggest thing is getting those tyres up to temp quickly. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super uh, comfortable now. I know... I know what I want from the car, I know what the tyres need and how to warm them up, like, right. It's just super tough in, in IndyCar. And, you know, if you make one mistake, you know, whether that's from tyre, whether from anything, or just a mistake for pushing too hard, you know, you can get, you can, you just find yourself at the back. Um, so it's just a matter of putting laps together when you need to. Um, but, yeah, certainly feel really comfortable for that now. St. Pete's always a hard one to start with, isn't it? Yeah, it's tough physically and mentally because you just come into like an absolute ball ring like straight away. Um, but yeah, it's it's a track that I love. I love street circuits. The the, the car is is super um, awesome to drive up against the fence and um, having a win there always bodes well for your confidence as well. Outside of outside of the championship, is is the Indy Five Hundred still the one? Yeah, I, I mean for me, like I. I sort of put the 500 above a championship just from a, um, you know, it's similar to how I felt with it at, at Bathurst. You know, with Bathurst, I always said I wanted to win Bathurst more than a championship, and that's purely because you can't make any mistakes on the day. You have to nail it each time. And, uh, and if you do make a mistake, you, you blow your chances of winning. And where a championship, you can come back with a, with a couple of mistakes or whatnot. Not many, but just, you know, you can always come back. So... It's it's a big big ask being perfect for one day, but um, you know hopefully we can do that this year at Indy at a place that I feel a lot more comfortable than I did say a couple of years ago. That's for sure. Well, they're talking about uh, Indy 500 being the turning point in the championship. Well, it's because they reckon now your the new hybrid engines will be introduced after 
Indy. Is that still being is that still being confirmed or is it confirmed? No, I believe that's confirmed, but it's um yeah, it's like that's gonna a big emphasis for us to start the year is, you know, to start strong because we know that it's gonna be a little bit of a wild card, you know, come when the hybrids, you know, enter, whether that's from a reliability standpoint, things that are out of your control. Um, so it's really important that we get on, on top of things while we know the car. And then hopefully when we hit um, hit the hybrid sort of side of the season, we can hit the ground running. But it's sad that we're sort of starting, you know, without the hybrid, but at the same time, it's the right thing competitively for the series, for the supply chain and whatnot right now, trying to get the MGUs and a few things, the batteries sorted for the cars has been quite difficult. So I think the category is doing the right thing. It's just, Unfortunately, we're going to do it halfway through the season, but it's going to put a little spin on things that you know not many people um, will know what will happen. What's the hybrid like? Oh, it's cool. It's um, it's interesting to drive. It's definitely a, you got to think about a few things, different corners, how it how the the hybrid kicks in and how it reacts. Um, you know, off throttle with brake, whatnot, because all the gen, all the energy is generated when you're off throttle or on the brake. Um, so trying to figure out, and then when you deploy it is another thing as well. So we're going to have that plus the push to pass. So it's there's going to be quite a bit more power, and um, certainly going to have to think about um, how you drive that power, uh, especially in qualifying laps and um, throughout the race. There's always this question you get asked a million times, but uh, you know now th- now three New Zealanders then, and Marcus Armstrong gets a full campaign. He was solid in his first year. Now he gets to have a crack at the ovals as well. Uh, you've always got to keep your eyes over your shoulders, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, Marcus did a great job. He was fast all year. Um, I think he's going to really enjoy the ovals as well. Um, but yeah, like he's he's in a great team with great people, and there's no reason why he shouldn't excel. So yeah, he's. Uh, you're coming into his second year now. It's go time. Um, so it's just a matter of him getting used to the ovals, but I think he'll be just fine. Uh, Bus Bros back again? Uh, not sure about that. Yeah, I, I think... Um, oh, come yeah, on. I we'll, bought the sweatshirt. We'll I think... <laughs> yeah, well, you sure? Yeah, it's good that you bought the sweatshirt because it puts money in my pocket. But no, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you need that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but we know we... Uh, Bus Bros, is, uh, we'll see what happens in the, in the future, but um, yeah, I'm sure it won't be too far away. All right, mate, sounds like you're, you've got a lot going on. Oh, just briefly, how, how much fun is it uh, racing a sports car on LMP2 as well as doing what you're doing? That's awesome. Yeah, like right now I've only got the daytime 24-hour scheduled, but it's a great you know, warm-up to the year. You know, we, I'm racing with the same team that we won, um, Tower Motorsports won the Sebring 12-hour with uh, last year and raced all the Enduros with, so know the team, know the car, so it's going to be definitely feel you know, a lot cooler going to Daytona this year with a lot more, less unknown. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. It's, it's a great way to start the season and, and, and a fun car to drive. SVG been in touch to ask how to do things in the American way? <laughs> yeah, I actually caught up with him yesterday. We, uh, we had lunch and stuff like that. So, um, now he's excited. It's really cool to see him. So we'll, and I think he's going to come over. Um, this week for uh, dinner. So, um, yeah, we're just hanging out. It's kind of weird because, you know, we were at each other's throats for a long time and uh, obviously friendly, respectful, but now at a personal level, we're hanging out a bit more away from the track, which is not something we did probably all the time. So it is cool hanging out and um, and, and seeing a different side of him as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for his, uh, his year in NASCAR. Yeah, it's going to be another cracking year. Hey, Scott, thanks for your time. Go well this season, mate. No, thanks. Thanks, Steve. Talk to you soon.